G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Ashley Saunders is the National Director of Family Voice Australia, joining us once again. Hello, Ashley. Welcome back to 2020. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Neil, and it's good to hear your voice again. I hope you had a good time away. I did. Thank you very much, Ashley, and uh, always nice to have a bit of a break. And uh, then you get back into it and you think, oh, wouldn't it be nice to have an extra week? But, uh, right. but everybody has those sorts of feelings. But uh, but really glad to be back and glad to be engaging with all these issues. Uh, and I know that listeners appreciate hearing from the likes of yourself, Ashley, on some of those things that are unfolding when it comes to the way our culture is being shaped. One of those that you've been uh, working on this week is a review of media classification. You're urging a review of media classification as parents have noticed their children were distressed by watching films inappropriately labelled as PG. Uh, What's the story behind this push? Well, it's something that comes up from time to time, and uh, I believe it's important to make sure that uh, those who are our legislators and regulators are fully conscious of the impact of uh, what they what they do and the, the, the restrictions or the lack of restrictions they have, uh, the impact that that has on families. Uh, so uh, what happens is that it can be really, really hard uh, for parents to make a decision about whether or not it's appropriate for their child to see a PG uh, film. There, there are so many different types of films that fit in that classification and, uh, and it makes it really, really difficult. And I guess there are probably two or three main issues. The first is, is this really going to be suitable for my child? Um, and secondly, if um, my child is staying with a friend, um, you know, what, what guidelines can I put around um, the, the, the parents of that friend? Because so often, especially at school holidays, Kids go and stay at other friends' places and parents want to treat them to a movie. So what, what are the decisions that I can make for when the child's in my care? What's the best way that I can do that? Secondly, how can I make sure that uh, I can give proper guidelines when the guidelines are frankly so hard to follow and cover such a wide variety? But thirdly, even if I've made a decision that uh, a particular film is uh, good for my child to see and I'm happy for my child to go and see it and I rock up and get in a seat and then all the trailers come on for a whole variety of films that I would not believe are suitable for my child to see. I don't even want him or her seeing the trailers, let alone seeing the film. And so they're probably two or three of the main areas that parents come up with. And uh, it's very, very confusing. And then, of course, you add to that the pressure that the child puts on the parent, and this can be a nightmare for something uh, for parents to, uh, to navigate. Well, I know listeners will resonate with what you're saying because you're talking about a tightening of those things that appear to have 
become watered down or relaxed over a number of years because uh, when I reflect on this and my children have grown up now but as a parent you're intensely concerned about the sorts of things that your children are exposed to when they're either watching television or they go out to the movies uh, all of those different uh, opportunities that they have to be exposed to all sorts of things that you might not be so happy with I mean the things like innuendo uh, or uh, certain levels of nudity uh, and the certain language, the swearing that is involved, uh, I've been surprised that some PG-rated uh, films and programs, that those things are there, and once upon a time, actually, those things might have been with an M rating, but things seem to have been watered down and relaxed. Is that the case? Yeah, it certainly seems to be the case, and it's almost that uh, once adults become more and more desensitised, we tend to think... Um, that our children have become desensitised or ought to become desensitised. And so there really is that uh, watering down. There's that, there's that aspect of, you know, is this something, is this language something? The kids will hear that in the playground. Well, whether or not they hear it in the playground, uh, is it appropriate to be seen uh, on, a, on a film screen or a television screen? That, that's the question. And uh, we, we need to make sure that we, uh, as parents, have the best opportunity to raise our children in ways that are right and good and proper and honourable. All of those things that Paul spoke about in his letter to the Philippians, they're the sorts of things that we want our kids to be exposed to, not to filth, not to innuendo. Now, there was a time, I think it's always been the case, that uh, certain children films will probably have a bit of an adult humour in there so that when the parents take their kids along, the kids won't get that joke, but the parents will all laugh. And, and, and that's okay, again, provided that's appropriate. But uh, innuendo that the children get a sense that there's something happening here. Is this right? Is it not? And, and I guess one of the things I've noticed is when kids look to mum or dad, you know, basically the kid is saying, I'm not sure that this is right or good or true. Uh, I'll look at mum and dad to see what he or she thinks. Uh, the kids are picking up on it and we need to protect them from that. And actually, I don't want to muddy the waters because you want to have some sort of criteria that you can make an assessment about as to what sort of uh, category there might be a rating for, whether it's G or PG or M or MA15+. plus. But, but there's also this bigger, broader issue of uh, modern television, modern films and what sort of worldview they portray. Uh, this is another area that you're really never going to get consensus about and that parents are always going to have to take a certain level of responsibility when they know what sort of images or what sort of uh, family arrangements or what sort of worldview, what sort of whether it's atheistic or uh, whether it has some sort of Christian connection. People are never going to be able to make a specific category for that sort of thing. But uh, obviously on these other areas where you can tick a box for criteria, there does need to be some sort of special way that you uh, do arrange those things and make some uh, assessment of it. Yes, that's right. And in terms of that question of worldview, let's not, let's not pussyfoot around the issue. Let's recognise that there is really a very clear agenda amongst many in the creative industries to normalise things that a Christian worldview says should never be normalised. And so uh, there, there's a specific agenda to say we need to present um, uh, different types of families because we need to normalise those families. Now let's go back to Mother's Day and think about the Australian Broadcasting Co uh, Corporation. Uh, I was 
uh, I was interested that the the ads on the um, ABC to promote the ABC shop online to buy for Mother's Day, they went through a whole range of types of mums. They, they talked about uh, single mum, working mum, soccer mum, single mum, um, two mums. Guess what they missed out? They didn't say married mum. Mm. They were able to say uh, single, two, working, and a whole range of other things, but they found themselves unable to say married mum. And I thought to myself, they're trying desperately to normalise every other type of uh, activity and every other type of relationship except marriage in the way that it was ordained by God uh, and is best for society. Now, you mentioned a little earlier the idea of promos and trailers, you know, those sorts of things you might see when you go to the cinema and you went to, to go and see a particular movie, but there's all the other uh, movie trailers that are promoting upcoming movies and they're not always in line with the same standards of the sort of movie that you might have turned up to see in the first place. It always gets a little bit deeper too because then that relates to even the ads you might see on TV in children's viewing time that might be advertising adult viewing programs. Uh, these sorts of things are all out of whack as well, aren't they? But they are indeed, and not just adult viewing programs, but even um, things that um, things like sports gambling um, that at, at terrible times, uh, to the point where do I really want my child to to think to grow up believing that you can't really play a game unless you've got some money on it. Is that really the attitude uh, with which I want my kids to grow up? And so these, these are really uh, difficult times for parents and we want to raise our kids and our grandkids uh, in ways that help them to navigate a really difficult world and we need to have the resources we need to do it rather than to feel like we're fighting everything, including the media. Well, honour to you, Ashley Saunders, and Family Voice Australia, because you're urging a review of media classification. Uh, I imagine you've got a bit of a process whereby you're writing to a particular authority, so writing to political leaders. Uh, you're saying this needs to come under review. Can you uh, please uh, accept our uh, our nudge and uh, come under a little bit of pressure to do that? Uh, how? What sort of response are you are you typically getting from people that you talk to? Uh, it's probably a bit early to to say what the nature of the response is. It might realistically take several weeks to uh, to get some responses, but uh, I really hope that uh, they take it on board. Um, we live in an, in an age where uh, anything that sounds like censorship is regarded as bad, um, and uh, we need people to see that. Again, we're not talking about Wales origin, we're talking about giving parents the resources they need in order to ensure the safety and well-being of their children. Uh, oftentimes you'll see on TV ads that come uh, that, you know, you can make a complaint or you can talk about broadcast standards, uh, you can uh, have your voice heard. Uh, those sorts of things, sometimes we just let them uh, pass us by, we gloss over them, but uh, what's your encouragement to parents who might be concerned about the sorts of things they might see on television? Uh, if you see something that concerns you, do something about it. Uh, and um, basically it's a numbers game, putting it bluntly, and uh, we need to ensure that uh, the advertising councils or the uh, film boards, classifications board, uh, don't get to the end of the year and say, well, we had no complaints or we only had two complaints. Um, I'm not saying make, make complaints up, but if there is something that concerns you, do something about it.
Uh, before I let you go, Ashley, another issue that is uh, emerging today comes from Western Australia, where the state government there is being urged to avoid cuts to family violence services at Perth courts as domestic violence and assault rates across WA reach record levels. Uh, one might think that as there are, and quite obviously, uh, rising levels of domestic violence, uh, that the courts might actually have provision for dealing with some of those things. Uh, your thoughts on that emerging story? Uh, only that uh, we live in an age where pressure is on every institution, pressure is on every relationship, and we need to ensure that uh, everything that can possibly be done to ensure safety in relationships, um, resources to people who live in difficult situations, we need to be maximising those resources, not cutting them back. And uh, family violence is, is a scourge. Uh, it's something that needs to be called for what it is. It needs to be rooted out. And we need to support the people who need support at difficult times. And uh, sure, there's financial pressure on governments, but, but what I would say is let's make sure that we target those resources where they're needed. And frankly, if family violence is the issue that we're told it is, and I'm putting my hand up to say I believe it's an issue that needs to be called for what it is and needs to be rooted out of our society, and if that's what our lawmakers genuinely believe, then give the financial resources uh, that people need to help those uh, who are in such need. I sometimes reflect on this issue of family violence, Ashley, and uh, interested in your thoughts because I believe the local church has a big role to play because if you're going through issues, challenges within your family, challenges with raising children, uh, there are going to be role models and mentors, uh, good people who've gone through all of those challenges in their earlier years and they know a few clues on how to deal with those sorts of issues. And oftentimes uh, we've got people who are looking for role models, looking for mentors so they can get their marriage together, so they can get their parenting skills together. Your thoughts on, on the local church and the value that the local church plays when it comes to this issue of family violence? Uh, my experience in local churches, uh, both as a member and uh, as a former pastor, have indicated to me that, uh, that churches are ideally placed to provide a whole range of support um, that, uh, that, that people should, should, need, should get when they need it. And, uh, and there's lots of great programs. There's, there's coach programs where churches can provide coaches to help people with living skills. There's mentorship, mentorship programs. There's a whole range of programs that local churches have access to. And if anybody is uh, listening uh, to your program today or anyone who's listening knows somebody who, who can use those services, be in touch with your local church. And if they don't themselves provide some kind of coaching or mentoring or, or other support services, uh, get them on the phone to find out a church that will because there are plenty of churches that do. Well, Ashley Saunders, always so good getting your insights into these issues as they are facing the nation. I'll point people to the website for Family Voice Australia, fava.org.au. That's fava.org.au. Ashley Saunders, National Director for Family Voice Australia. Uh, great catching up, Ashley, and we'll, uh, we'll talk again next week. But thanks for being with us on 2020. Uh, no worries, uh, Neil, and good day to your listeners. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. 
Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.